Hi, everyone. Before we get started, we'd like to note a correction in the podcast. The Association of Pulmonary, Critical Care, and Sleep Division Directors Leadership Forum is taking place on May 19, 2018 in room 14AB in the San Diego Convention Center. Enjoy the show. Welcome to From the Trenches, the second podcast for the Association of Pulmonary Critical Care and Sleep Medicine Division Directors. This monthly podcast series will address topics and challenges relevant to chiefs. Today, we are joined by Drs. Ann Dixon and Naftali Kaminsky, who currently serve as the Executive Committee for the group as President and President-Elect. We will be discussing the exciting APCCSD Leadership Forum, as well as the ATS International Conference in San Diego, California. I'm Susan Murin former Chief of Pulmonary and Critical Care Medicine at UC Davis and moderator for this podcast. And I'm Ann Dixon. I'm Chief of Pulmonary and Critical Care at the University of Vermont and serve as President of the Association of Pulmonary Critical Care and Sleep Medicine Division Directors. I'm Naftali Kaminsky. I'm the Chief of Pulmonary Critical Care and Sleep Medicine at Yale School of Medicine. And I'm the incoming President Association of Pulmonary Critical Care and Sleep Medicine Division Directors. I'm Eileen Larson. I'm the Chief Program Officer of the American Thoracic Society, and I am staffed to the Association of Pulmonary Critical Care and Sleep Medicine Division Directors. Well, welcome, everyone. So let's get started. Anne, could you please tell us about the APCCSD Leadership Forum? What should attendees expect? Of course. uh, The APCCSD Leadership Forum and Business Meeting is scheduled for May 21st. from uh, 8.30 to 3 p.m. at the San Diego Convention Center. And if you've not RSVP'd yet, please do so. Uh, We have a doodle poll on the website, which you can find from the ATS website under the Professionals tab. Look for APPCSD, which is bottom left. Uh, If you click on that link, it will take you to the doodle poll. So this is our third annual leadership forum where we get together to discuss topics and challenges that many of us face within our divisions. Uh, this year, we'll be joined by our pediatric division director colleagues to discuss issues that we, we all face every day. Um, we'll be launching what we hope will be uh, come an annual session to discuss clinical management issues. And as we are partnering with our pediatric division directors, we've chosen to discuss clinical management issues in the transition of care between pediatric and adult services. Additionally, we'll be addressing physician burnout. We feel as leaders in our disciplines, we need to put burnout at the top of our agenda and address it as chiefs within our division. Thank you, Anne. So who should attend the APCCSD Leadership Forum? So um, basically, we welcome pulmonary critical care and sleep division directors uh, that are interested in joining the conversation. Basically, every division chief should be there because we discuss uh, topics relevant to to all uh, division chiefs uh, and it's we think is an, a, the only forum that these issues are discussed and definitely people who would like to get involved contribute um, should let us know great so can you tell us about the keynote speaker this year uh, who's it going to be and what will they be addressing Yes, uh, Dr. Zadonis is an Associate Vice Chancellor for Health Sciences at the University of California, San Diego, uh, and a professor of psychiatry. Uh, his uh, research background is focused on co-occurring mental illness and addiction, educational research, but particularly uh, of interest, mindfulness and organizational change. 
And prior to coming to UCSD, he served as chair of psychiatry at the University of Massachusetts. While in Massachusetts, he developed and implemented several highly innovative leadership and career development programs, which included a statewide mindful position leadership program, a leadership college, and also wellness programs for faculty, staff, and patients. Uh, Dr. Zidonis is really recognized as a national expert in position burnout and strategies to address position wellness. So we're absolutely delighted that he's going to be joining us at, at our forum. Wonderful. So why did you choose physician burnout as the key topic of the leadership forum this year? So physician burnout is a critically important uh, issue. I just want to remind our audience how is it defined because it's been in the news, but I'm not sure that everybody speaks about the same thing. So classically, it was defined as loss of enthusiasm for work, so emotional exhaustion, feeling of cynicism, depersonalization, and low sense of personal accomplishment. And usually people think about it as a result of prolonged uh, uh, stress. One of the things that has become clear in the last few years is that it's not just that. As Mark Moss recently said, uh, uh, this is a silent epidemic. Um, by some estimates, over a third of physicians experience burnout. Close to half uh, express at least one symptoms. And it is even beyond the usual signs. So it's not, you know, it's really bad to lose your enthusiasm, to be cynical and feel unaccomplished. But it's even worse when people actually develop um, deep psychological symptoms. It's been shown that healthcare professionals have symptoms of depression, anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, other forms of psychological uh, distress. The reasons for this are multiple. You know, being a physician is, is hard. You deal with suffering and death. But recent um, changes in delivery of healthcare have exacerbated the, the problem. Uh, you know, uh, the loss of autonomy, the increase in routine de demands, paperwork, um, unsupporting work environments, the and the feeling of isolation. And all of these really put a huge uh, 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 stress on, on physicians. There are several reasons why burnout is, is really important now. One is, I think, is obvious, uh, although we tend, we, this is the one thing that our healthcare seems to not pay attention to, which is actually the well-being of physicians. So this is really bad for physicians. Um, side effects are bad. There's issues um, even with uh, um, um, suicide. I'm glad to say that this is still rare, although more common than in the population. It has a big effect on the families of, of physicians. It's also bad for patients, safety, and for medical uh, organizations. The ATS recognized this, the seriousness of this issue, created the Burnout Action Planning co uh, Committee led by uh, Tina Shah and Seporina. And this committee is developing a strategic plan. Um, there's also multiple events. So our um, keynote speaker is one of multiple uh, events uh, at the ATS. Dr. Daryl Kirsch, the CEO of the um, American Association of Medical Colleges, will present at the opening ceremony, discuss uh, burnout. Um, the chief wellness officer at Stanford, Dr. Uh, 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 Tate Chenefeld will give one of the uh, Monday keynote lectures, and uh, on Wednesday morning there will be actually a scientific uh, symposium, again, battling burnout, overcoming the biggest threat to healthcare quality and safety. And we as division chief, you know, we, we're really at the 
trenches uh, with our faculty. And we, one is we should recognize that we have a risk of burnout and we should think about how we deal with it ourselves. But more importantly, at least as leaders who usually think about others before they think about themselves, we have the responsibility to our faculty. And we are, we have the ability to actually intervene in a variety of reasons. And this is why we felt it was critically important that we'll have a discussion in our group uh, uh, and that will focus on what we can actually do, both as negotiators towards the organization and as actually potentially people who recognize the symptoms and maybe intervene. So as Anne mentioned, I would like Doug Zaidonis, and then we'll have a panel discussion to assess the approaches. And again, the focus is really on practical and pragmatic approaches. So I encourage people to attend this session and really to think and be involved in this because this is one of these things that as a division chiefs, we could probably make more a bigger difference than we actually think about it. So I encourage everybody to attend. Thank you very much, Naftali. Um, and we'll switch gears now. I, I see that there's also a session about different career paths. Uh, what's that about? Yes, we're going to talk about career pathways uh, in uh, academic centers in both pediatric and adult pulmonary and critical care. So let, let me put this into context and one of the motivations that um, I, I wanted to have for this session, I came across a rather wonderful quote from someone who was described as uh, an advisor to executives in the healthcare industry. And I think this quote epitomizes some of the challenges we face. And I quote, physicians in academic medical centers are often focused on tenure, seniority, what kind of paper someone is publishing. It doesn't always have to do with delivering care. Try managing a bunch of doctors whose main priorities and responsibilities in their minds are teaching and research not patient care. And so uh, this is the message being put out to financial leadership in, in academic medical centers. And there's absolutely no doubt that over the last 10 to 15 years, we've seen major changes in the pressures facing academic medical centers with what feels like an ever increasing focus on clinical productivity and income and increasing regulatory burden. But we have to recognize that our institutions have to be fiscally healthy. Uh, no mission, no margin. If they're not fiscally healthy, we wouldn't have jobs. So, so I think we have to work with hospital leadership to strengthen the academic mission within the current economic constraints. And I would say you, you couple these economic constraints to limitations in house staff hours and, and the many uh, innovations taking place in educational programs, which are positive, but increase demands on faculty. So I think it's absolutely inevitable that career pathways in academic medical centers have changed because the demands on them have changed. Medicine has changed. So I think it will be very valuable to learn from division leaders across the country about uh, career pathways within their own institutions how they're supporting these careers, and how these fit into a pathway that can lead to academic success. So we're going to be hosting a panel, and we'll be joined by uh, Zia Barak, who is chief at the University of Southern California, uh, Scott Thudinger, who is chief at Northwestern in Chicago, Chris Oman, who is chief of pediatric pulmonary um, at the University of Missouri in Kansas, Jen McAllister, who's at the Ohio State University and is the incoming president of the Association of Pulmonary and Critical Care Medicine Program Directors. So she will have, uh, I hope, have a particular focus on educators and how we prepare our trainees for these different pathways. 
uh, Greg Redding is going to be joining us, who's Chief of Pulmonary, uh, Pediatric Pulmonary at the University of Washington, and Joe Sisson, who uh, is uh, Chief of Pulmonary Care Medicine at the University of Nebraska. And uh, personally, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to, to learning from this panel. Excellent. Thank you. So what other topics will you be discussing at the meeting? So we'll, we'll have uh, additional. Uh, so the, the next session immediately afterwards is uh, our, uh, our lunch. And basically our lunch, we will have our annual business meeting. Uh, this is important. You know, well, the Association of Pulmonary Critical Care and Sleep Division Chief is a young organization. Uh, we are setting up our traditions and our uh, the way we operate, the way mode we operate, and actually, Anne Dixon, who has been uh, our founding uh, president and has guided the organization literally from inception, will actually be stepping down. I'm replacing her, and you know we would like to recognize her achievements. This is an important thing. So again, we would like to ask all of you to be there when we take her as she really did an amazing uh, job. Uh, at the business meeting, we will also um, discuss uh, other elements. We will present the new executive committee. Uh, we will discuss our plans for leadership, um, the needs for working groups and other activities. We'll actually discuss, present some of the topics of this product podcast and, and uh, encourage uh, input from the uh, division chief about topics we should address. So again, this is a, a very busy business meeting and, and your input again is important. Unlike some other meetings that you may attend, uh, this is a meeting that your voice is not only is not only heard, but actually affects action. Um, and in general, one of the things that we want our theme to be, and I think we did it in the, you know, and let it, Amazing one of the first two years is actually this very practical approach of dealing with issues and that are at the level of the division. Thank you, Naftali. It really sounds like you guys have put together a, a wonderful meeting for the group this year. Uh, since this meeting is occurring within the context of ATS, uh, I'd like to close by asking Eileen to make a few comments about the upcoming ATS meeting. Thank you so much, Susan. I'd like to point out to the listeners that ATS 2018 will be the 114th International Conference, and we're once again expecting more than 16,000 clinicians and researchers who will be presenting nearly 7,000 abstracts and 500 sessions. The earlier conversation about burnout, one of the features at ATS 2018 will be a Restoring Joy in Medicine booth in the exhibit hall. It will be booth 904, and it will offer strategies to mitigate burnout, and it will also have therapy dogs. We will also be hosting a reception for researchers and PhDs in the Science and Innovation Center on Sunday, May 20th, from 3.30 to 5 p.m., and ATS 2018 will also offer an enhanced app with audience response evaluations built in. There will also be plenty of networking opportunities in our science and innovation clinicians and centers for career development. We look forward to seeing you at ATS 2018. Thank you so much, Eileen. Um, well, I'd like to close by saying to our listening audience that this podcast is about you uh, and meeting your needs as division chiefs. So, we want to know what it is that you'd like us to discuss on future podcasts. 
If you're interested in the topic or in joining the conversation, don't forget to use hashtag APCCSD podcast on Twitter or follow us at, at PCCSM Chiefs to send us your questions or comments. And with that, we'll close. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>